0: Hey humans that oh, was it yeah something like that yeah, <laughs> yeah leave all that in <laughs> chris fundy here with fruity's alex for another edition of wrestling All style this time talking the weekly wrestling wrap of the 23rd of february 2021 alex how are you my friend 2021 or
1: 2011 um that's pretty much going to be the theme of
0: my thoughts for this week Yes, indeed. A lot of uh, history repeating in ways, but um, more about that later. Um, There's been a couple of tech issues with uploads, so we are pushing back the bugs that was promised last week to uh, the following week. This coming weekend, we'll have our um, Outside the Ring for Bloodsport, and the following week will be the catch-up for bugs. We were originally going to have a week off anyway, so we've just rescheduled that around.
1: Yeah, and trust me, The latest episode of Fugs is worth the wait. The Crash of the Champions thing is outrageous. And Chris Thunder, in his own right, was very entertaining on that episode. Um, And then, not too long after that, you'll get my granddaddy of them all, which I've spent months working on, and it is a masterpiece in storytelling. Yes, I can't
0: (laughs) wait to hear Bound for Glory. <laughs> uh yes, yes, um, coming out soon, but I suppose we should get down to the, end of the week at hand um did you happen to watch anything big from outside of what we normally talk uh the free w w e shows and a e w really at this point?
1: uh, no, no, nothing too major. I watched last week's impact, but it wasn't it's not really worth talking about. Um what about... yeah and i've got um I do have uh Josh Barnett's blood sport, not the blood sport we're gonna talk about soon, but I have that lined up to watch,
0: okay, I might try to watch that and we can talk about it uh next week once we watch uh <laughs> John Claude van Damme's blood sport
1: <laughs> yes we we can comp- compare blood sports
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. Anything from across the seas, uh, New Japan, or maybe perhaps a Ring of Honor instead? Um,
1: no, no, I haven't heard too much about that. Actually, I did hear that EC3 returned to Ring of Honor today. Whoop-dee-doo. Um, and I did unfortunately hear that Hiromu Takahashi has a six-month injury.
0: Oh, Really? Yeah, he tore his peck, I believe. Oh, that's not good. Um, I will say this Friday or Saturday, I believe I'm working as it airs, but I'm really excited to see this Kenta US Championship win on New Japan Strong. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Yeah. It's um, got to be a lock-in that it's a title change, doesn't it?
1: Oh, you just don't know anymore. <laughs> yeah, you, you really oh, don't know.
0: They've not acknowledged Mox as IWGP US Champ this entire time on AEW, and like the past oh, two or did. three weeks, he they have. They came out
1: with the belt.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I know what
0: you mean. Yeah, before before he lost the world title, they weren't really mentioning it, and it's sort of like the past month they've just started to mention it even though he's been champ over there for over a year.
1: Yeah, I think the problem was that AEW and New Japan weren't in a working relationship until the past month or so, so now they can actually acknowledge it, which actually lends a lot more credibility to it. So, yeah, we'll see where this goes. There are some heavy rumours according to Big Meltzer, About um, what this New Japan-AEW relationship could bring to AEW. And apparently, we could see Okada in Impact and AEW at some point this year.
0: I'm sorry, could you use his proper TNA name there? Okado. That's got to be a um, a Thunderstorm one time. Top 10 (laughs) mishandled. Restless.
1: Yes, yes. Um, uh, how how high up does the Great
0: Sonata rank in that? Um, he was X Division champion, so I think he did pretty all right for himself there. Given yeah, his but they time. just said,
1: "Oi, you're Japanese here. Do Green Mist and act like
0: the Great Muda <laughs> No, wasn't it in storyline? James Storm told him to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Keep that man away from the train station, is all I'm saying. <laughs> well,
1: well, the forbidden doors open. Maybe Sonata will come back to Impact to hang out with their latest returnee in James Storm, and the Revolution will return. <laughs> I think <laughs> they got Manic there and everything.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do. Oh man. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, looking forward to a uh, new beginning in USA. Um, I've sort of dropped off the New Japan train. Just so much evil.
1: It's easier to drop off this time of the year. I always drop off around this time of year anyway.
0: New beginning, sort of nothing happening time of year. Yeah. Yeah, uh, But I suppose we can get through to uh, some shows that did have some things happening. Let's go over to WWE NXT, uh, again from the Capitol Wrestling Center at the moment, as all shows are, kicked off with a tag team match, the team of Amber Moon and Shotzi Blackheart, Tank Girl herself, defeating Candice LeRae and impressive Indy Hartwell. Uh, a singles match where Leon Ruff defeated Isaiah Swerve Scott. A tag team match where K2C2, Casey Cazaro and Kaden Carter defeated the Robert Stonebrand members Aaliyah and Jesse Kamea. Yeah. Uh, Kashida defeated Tyler Russ, who had Malcolm Vivenance in his corner. Zoe Stark defeated Valentina Florenzo.
1: Feroz, I think.
0: Feroz. My apologies. And in the main event, a six-man tag team match where Danny Birch, Annie Lauken, and Pete Dunn defeated Finn Bella and Undisputed Era, Carlo Riley, and Roderick Strong. Uh, your quick thoughts on NXT this past week, Alex? I
1: really enjoyed the main event. I enjoyed the Adam Cole stuff after the main event with Adam Cole just going ballistic, attacking Kyle and attacking Finn and all that. Um, yeah, that was great. Um, I thought. Maybe I'm a bit biased, but I thought Indy Hartwell looked fantastic in that tag match. Counter to that, I thought Ember Moon looked pretty bad in it. <laughs> um, yeah, I still uh, don't
0: get this Ember gimmick. I don't
1: know. She's got green hair now, so she hangs out with the green hair chick. That's the latest development. Don't you like Shotzi? I do. I do. I just, I prefer Halloween Havoc host Shotzi that dresses up as
0: vampires and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um. That being said, Indy did have a good showing in the opening that did get a lot of time. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but I thought this was a pretty nothing happening NXT, more of a hangover edition. Yeah.
1: This is the NXT where you should. Open the show with, with everyone that got attacked by Adam Cole, like with Finn Balor, Kyle O'Reilly, just being like, "What the hell, man!" You open it up, and Adam Cole just doesn't turn up to explain himself. Then you bring out the people that Finn and Kyle O'Reilly going to face later that night. You set up the main event, and then you do the main event angle that they did afterwards. They didn't immediately capitalise on the hype.
0: No, I think they did. Didn't they have Cole come out at the start?
1: Oh, maybe. I might have forgotten. Well, in that case, they they really just...
0: Didn't make really, an
1: impression? They really failed to make an impression then, if I'm forgetting. um, Yeah. I do like the latest developments in the Cameron Grimes saga. His Bugatti is destroyed. <laughs> wow. I, I, lo- I love, I um, love, rich redneck Cameron Grimes taking the page out of Jamie Noble and Nidia's book from two thousand and two. Media. Nidia.
0: Oh, I thought you said media, as in Midian.
1: No. No. <laughs> Do you uh, remember the Jamie Noble gets a large inheritance storyline? So uh, bits first and pieces. Thing he does, but not a lot. He buys, he buys a double wide trailer for the trailer park and stuff like that. Uh, it's just so bit, funny. Yeah.
0: So uh, funny. I thought, whilst this was sort of a nothing happening NXT, it was all right. So I said, thumb sideways.
1: Yeah, I'll give it thumbs in the middle as well. Um, There was things I liked, there was things I didn't. Um, Yeah, the main event storyline's starting to pick up a bit, but they really need to just start going full bore at it now. Like, no more of this slow storytelling. Just get straight to the point already.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, From there, on the same night, was AEW Dynamite just down the road in Jacksonville, Florida. Again, at Daly's Place, as most of the pandemic shows are all taking place from the same venues. Uh, Kicked off with a tag match, Hangman, Adam Page, and Matt Hardy defeated the Hybrid 2 and Aliko and Jack Evans, a women's world title eliminator tournament US bracket first round match, where the returning Rio... Former champion defeated Serena Deeb, the NWA champion, in about 15 minutes. Orange Cassidy with Chuck Taylor defeated Lufa with Serpentico in his corner in under two minutes. Uh, the AEW World Tag Titles were on the line when the Young Bucks, uh, Mad Nick Jackson defeated Inner Circle members Santana and Ortiz, who had the rest of Inner Circle ringside. FTR defeated Matt and Mike Seidel. <laughs> Uh and to close the show, a six man tag team match. John Moxley, Lance Archer and Ray Phoenix with Jake Roberts in their corner, defeating the team of Eddie Kingston, the Butcher and the Blade with the bunny in their corner. Um now, Alex, there's a few contenders here I thought for match of the night. Did you have one standout match?
1: Yeah, I did. Um Bravo AEW, I'm gonna pick a women's match as the match of
0: the night. <laughs> Do you know every time we give credit to an AEW women's match, it seems to have either the NWA women's champion or an NWA women in it?
1: Yeah. More often than not, Serena Deeb is literally the person that brings the fire for the AEW women's division. But, man, I forgot how good Rio was. Completely forgot. And she definitely carried her her own in this, and she was fantastic. Like, she'd been gone for so long now. Like, she hasn't been in the company since Revolution last year, where she was in a dark, well, pre-show match against Britt Baker, and she lost. Uh, We haven't seen her for over a year, so... Yeah, I completely forgot how good she is. She was fantastic in this. Serena was fantastic. Um, yeah, the, Serena started calling herself the woman of a thousand and four holds, or the yeah, the woman of a thousand holds, or something like that. Like a what was classic, Jericho? Was
0: it yeah, like Jericho a and five.
1: Jericho was a thousand and four. Dean Malenko was a thousand because Jericho was all moves better than Dean Malenko. Um, but yeah, I think she's been calling herself the woman of a thousand holds on Twitter. And I just wanted to go full on Dean Malenko with that gimmick.
0: Yeah. It'd be something interesting and new to see in, um, women's wrestling that hasn't been done for at least a decade by a major promotion. Um, That being said, uh, interesting stuff post-match with uh, Hangman and Matt there defeating the Hybrid 2, who I wish got a win. But um, they are sort of where they are at the moment given how many higher-profile tag teams they have in the company. Uh, The Bucks in a circle had a good match. FTR against the Seidel's was good for what I expected, (laughs) not knowing Mike at all.
1: Nah, um, Mike actually slipped on the same turnbuckle as his brother did on his AEW
0: debut at one point, so I kind of found that to be hilarious. I noticed that, and I wasn't sure if that was um, an uh, inside rib or <laughs> if that was just by mere coincidence.
1: Apparently, it was a coincidence.
0: And uh, the main event, incredible match, but uh, Alex you want to run down the post-match here with uh, the Elite coming through?
1: Yeah, I've had to rewrite, because as you would probably already assume, I've already started writing year two of FUGS. I had to rewrite a match that was going to happen on the third month on pay-per-view for FUGS because they stole the gimmick I was going to use in the main event. A barbed wire exploding death match.
0: Holy crap. Whoa. Yeah, when was the last time you saw a North American major company do that?
1: Like, uh, outside of CZW, probably never. I was going to say, did ECW ever do it? They did a no-rope barbed wire match, but not an exploding barbed wire death match.
0: No, I didn't think they had, but um, wow. This will yeah. be uh, something.
1: Yeah, imagine, like, a, a CZW deathmatch with the budget that Tony Khan can bring. It could be pure chaos with the explosions.
0: Can I just say, I want one, how they continue to bring back the legends in the crowd, I want a special guest referee for this. Oh, yeah. Jesus! <laughs>
1: Give us Zandig in the crowd, like how they, how like with the dog collar match, they had Greg Valentine, like half awake sitting in the crowd, like cut to the crowd. And we can see like Zandig in the crowd and Necro Butcher and uh, Nick Gage in the crowd.
0: What about Casanova Valentine? Yes. Bring him bugger it. (laughs) Oh man. Um, yeah, I thought it was um, like I've said, they're not my style of match. Um, in small portions, I can sort of handle them. Um, I
1: think this will be done a lot more tastefully than you will see in like a CZW, because like this is a exploding death match with your two biggest stars in the company. They're not going to go completely gruesome and effed up with it, I don't think.
0: Yeah maybe who knows it is a uh, old ccw champ himself um john moxley and a uh, former ddt champion kenny omega
1: yeah well yeah true true the last time these two had a match on pay-per-view against each other one like they both went into a spider web made out of barbed wire so you never know
0: yeah that's sort of what i was uh, thinking there but um who knows it looks good I think I think because it's like one match in a blue moon, it's fine. If I was yeah, if I was to watch and this is sort of the same discussion we had about um deathmatch down under, in a way. If I was to watch a lot of this in one go, I think it'd be a bit off putting for myself. Yeah, I agree. Um now that being said, uh Wednesday night winner goes to AEW again. No surprise there. What about yourself?
1: Yeah, big time AEW. Knocked it out of the park. Uh, I do have complaints about the Hangman Hardy thing. Like, if Isaiah Cassidy is in the Jacksonville Jaguars mascot costume, uh, why doesn't he just rip up the contract when he's delivering it to Matt Hardy? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, there's some plot holes, but yeah, thumbs up for me overall. It was good fun. I'm excited for Revolution.
0: Yeah, uh, thumbs up. So from there, did you happen to catch SmackDown this week? I caught bits and pieces. <laughs> oh, boy. So we have opening match of Shinsuke Nakamura defeating Apollo Crews, a tag team match of Natalya an and Tamina defeating the Right-to-Tit squad, Liv Morgan and Ruby Right-to-Tit, a six-man tag team match of Bianca Belair, Reginald and Sasha Banks defeating Bailey, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. A tag team match of Ray and Dominic Mysterio defeating Shorty Chad Gable and Otis in a minute 30 via DQ. And a six-man tag team match to close the show of Cesaro, Daniel Bryan and Kevin Owens defeating Jey Uso, Kim Corbin and Sami Zayn. Any quick thoughts on that there, Alex? I actually enjoyed Otis's heel turn. To me, this felt oddly placed because for the past month or so, the Mysterios have been acting like heels on SmackDown. Remember when Corbin was like, you guys cheated. There's there's four of you here. I'm going to get someone to help me, so then it'll be fair. It'll be two on four.
1: Mm. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't know. I feel like every week Dominic and Ray come out, and it feels like I haven't seen them in months. But they're on there every week.
0: Just about.
1: But, yeah, every week they turn up, and I'm like, "Oh, I forgot these guys were around. I haven't seen them in months." And I mean, the say, next ah. week, they're just so forgettable to me.
0: At least they are wrestling unlike somebody's buddy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Um sort of fun sideways for me. Um my viewing might have been a bit affected by it because I was in bed sick that day. Um anything else of note you have there, other than the uh the tag champ sort of losing again in the women's division?
1: Uh they're just trying to set up a giant cluster F match for Mania, I think. I think we're going to get like a SmackDown women's tag team like the Riot Squad or maybe even Natalia and Tamina, God, I hope not, versus uh, Lana and Naomi from Raw versus... Dakota and Raquel from NXT versus Naira and Shayna are Mania, and I think that's the end game, and that's why Naira and Shayna are taking some pins to create all these challenges. Um, Reginald can F off. I'm <laughs> done with him. It's Thank just, you. It's just real trash.
0: Um, it is, isn't it? Because, again, us being a fans of Aussie wrestling, you watch a company like PWA where there is no uh, gender division in the wrestling. It's all uh, one division for singles wrestlers. So the one uh, division. Oh, no different show.
1: One I'm direction. Worried. I'll save that for the real one division uh, feedback thread. Sorry, mate.
0: Okay. Anyhow, <laughs> the, uh, the, 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 uh, yeah, the um, Australian, how they have the single division for um, both male and female wrestlers all combined. So watching the WWE mixed gender wrestling is uh, very jarring. To say the least. <laughs> yeah. Um, thumb sideways, SmackDown. You did all right.
1: Yeah, thumbs in the middle for me as well. Like, there's that... There was that Edge stuff all throughout the night, just teasing all the pot- potential opponents for Edge, which I really enjoyed.
0: Oh, yeah, we can talk about that in just a moment. But um, as far as a go-home went, this did all right. It built up um, tag challenges for the pay-per-view for the women's division. It built up um, the chamber match for Sunday. So it did a good job in that aspect. That's why I can't give it a fail.
1: Yeah, I I think SmackDown's a pretty good show, to be honest. Um, Uh,
0: Yeah, it's really a bad show.
1: Yeah, I think in the past three, four months, they've done a fantastic job of building up upper mid-card talent that you really want to see break into the main event scene. And I I think there's a limitless amount of potential opponents for Roman Reigns at the moment, unlike the other show where it's just like, who could even challenge for the title?
0: Oh, yeah. So we go to uh, Elimination Chamber kickoff. Did you watch?
1: I did not watch the kickoff.
0: (laughs) Neither did I, but there was a single match that happened that I heard about halfway through the show. So it was because Keith Lee was replaced, a US titled number one contender match four way to advance to the freeway later on the pay per view that saw Elias, Ricochet, and Mustafa Ali all defeated by John Morrison.
1: It was good to see John Morrison actually win a match by himself.
0: Yeah, don't get used to it though. No. Hey, payday for old Mace Guy and Slappy Guy and Bar Guy.
1: Oh, God. We'll talk about him later.
0: Yeah. Um, so that was the kickoff. Um, probably nothing much else there other than the powers going, oh, this match is coming up. Oh, he'll win the Chamber. Oh, no, he won't. Yes, he will. Oh, get rid of <laughs> Sam Roberts, by the way, WWE. He's
1: so crap. I don't even know if he was on that pre-show, but he's usually on the NXT ones. He's crap. And I forgot <laughs> to talk about it last week.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Um... We go through a pay-per-view itself, Elimination Chamber 2021, coming from Thunderdome Tropical Field thingy. Um, notable is there's no women's chamber match this year.
1: No, and we lost a women's title match. Yeah,
0: so I did hear about this on the few podcasts I watched afterwards, because I was actually watching this live, a rare pay-per-view I get to watch live, but... um. They were advertising on the pre-show. Oh, there's going to be a mystery opponent for Asuka because uh, Lacey's out, or Asuka or Charlotte. I can't remember who. Asuka. Because, yeah, because um, because Lacey's off the card, and oh, it might be an open challenge or a mystery opponent, and then nothing happens. So um, yeah, that's got, with that. <laughs> that got taken off the cards because Lacey is legit pregnant, as we can talk more about on Raw. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Did I?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's my line.
1: That's my (laughs) line.
0: (laughs) Terrible. Anyway, um, so it kicked off with the uh, Universal uh, number one contender elimination chamber match. This is the uh, SmackDown Blue Belt. So it saw Daniel Bryan defeating. Cesaro, Jay Uso, Kevin Owens, King Corbin and Sami Zayn in around 35 minutes. Uh, Cesaro eliminated Corbin, Owens eliminated Zayn, then Jay eliminated Kevin and Cesaro before Braun eliminated Jay Uso to win. Um, a really, really, really good chamber match.
1: That was an amazing match. Even Corbin was fantastic
0: in this match. Um Corbin deserves a lot more credit than he gets.
1: Yeah, I I think his biggest problem is the same thing with Elias. His got no crowd? Yeah, he just his whole thing his whole shtick relies on him riling up a crowd and without a crowd he's kinda lost.
0: Yeah, I'd have to agree. Um right decision here. So Brian gets a match later on in the night. But wait, here comes Roman, and this match happens right now. Roman
1: cashes in his match.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So it is uh, Roman with Paul Heyman, the Universal Champion, versus Daniel Bryan. Uh, Bryan sort of uh, holding himself up in the corner. The ref's going, can you go? Can you go? And he's going, yes. Starts the match. Roman goes for a spear. Bryan counters into a submission, didn't he? Yes. That looked amazing just straight off the bat. I'm like, oh, what? (laughs) Um, But Roman fights out. It starts just landing heavy blows. Brian's out and the ref just waves off the match to stop by referee's decision. So Roman retains.
1: Yeah, that was fantastic. Um, There wasn't a single thing from this whole part of the show that I didn't like. Everything was beautiful.
0: Um, following that, the United States Championship triple. Well, broadcast. actually, before you get
1: there, we should probably say Roman Reigns is celebrating in the ring and he turned beard by Edge, and it's going to be Edge
0: versus Roman at WrestleMania. Is it? Because Michael Cole seemed unsure for about a good hour. <laughs> oh, well, it's officially announced. <laughs> yes, it is now, but um, Cole on commentary was like, what does this mean? Yeah. What does it mean? <laughs> um,
1: yeah, yeah, just just commentators being idiots.
0: Whose uh, side you, is he on? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I completely, completely forgot that fact because I was going to bring it up later when Cole actually says it's official. Um, yeah. um, but,
1: um I have theories as to where we're going. Yeah. What if next month we get... Are the Roman Reigns and Jey Uso versus Edge in a partner? Hmm, anyone that Edge is linked with that recently wrestled a match? There you go. Or maybe you might get the Uso's versus Edge and Christian. That's what I'm hoping
0: for for next month. Is um Jimmy cleared?
1: He's been cleared for a few months now and they're just like holding off on his return. Does he have a new kid and that's why he's staying home like a newborn? No, because that's the one, because Jimmy's the one that's with Naomi.
0: Ah, ah, okay. Oh yeah, that's right, because they did the documentary on Jay. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Uzos. <laughs> um, yeah, so from there, match number three on the main card, U.S. Championship Triple Fret Match. Champion Bobby Lashley with MVP versus Matt Riddle, bro. And the winner of the Triple Fret early in the night, John Morrison. Uh, Keith Lee was taken off this match. Uh, some sites reported because he and Mia Yim had tested positive for COVID.
1: Yeah, well, up until today's Raw, we hadn't seen Keith Lee or... Me Yim slash Reckoning for about three weeks now, I don't think.
0: Yep. Uh, um, so sort of Bobby's trying to take on both men on his own. Uh, Riddle sort of forces him out of the ring, hits the bro Derek on John Morrison, and Stoner bro is your new US champ.
1: Yeah. Um, That's a thing. I, I don't hate it because you got the title off Lashley and Lashley gets to move up now, which is a really good direction. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of pre- going to call my shot now and think that Riddle's going to get into a feud at Mania with Keith Lee, a heel Keith Lee, hurt business Keith Lee, and the hurt business are going to be Either holding all the champions or go- going for all the championships heading into Mania.
0: I like that idea. I'm not opposed to it. Yeah. Just, um, a,
1: just a crazy prediction. We'll see if it comes true. Following
0: that, the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship was on the line between the makeshift team, the champions, Nia Jackson, and Shayna Baszler, defending against the makeshift team as Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. This went 10 minutes. This went way too long for what it was. Thumbs down. Nia and Baszler retain. I
1: honestly didn't think it was that bad, but that's just because Nia Jax has had a horrible run. Are
0: Are you grading on a curve of, well, she didn't injure anyone. Thumbs up.
1: No, and she's kind of moved on from the whole thing, which is fantastic, so thank yeah, God Yeah,
0: shout out that. to uh, Matthew and the team at Botchmania for that. <laughs> yes.
1: Uh, <laughs> bloody hell. Um, I, I don't think we can call Naira and Shayna a makeshift team anymore.
0: Ah, oh, yes and no. Like, they're two-time tag champs now. <laughs> I think one's held two time tag champs except for the Iconics.
1: Well, the Iconics didn't hold it twice, did they?
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Kabuki Warriors, um, Bliss and Cross, uh, Boss and Hug, and Nair and Shayna.
1: Okay, I didn't realize so many other teams had held it twice. I thought Nair and Shayna were the only ones.
0: No, the other one that didn't hold it twice was Charlotte and Asuka, who had like two week reign, I think it was at the most. Mm.
1: Yeah, that was a makeshift tag team that didn't need to happen. Uh, Sasha and Bianca, I thought for a second they might actually put the tag titles on them because it used to be an old trope that they used to do heading into WrestleMania. If you got two baby faces fighting for a title, We'll give them the tag titles. Like at WrestleMania 23, your main event was John Cena versus Shawn Michaels, and at the time they were the raw tag champs. No one no one even remembers that part.
0: The the mighty powers explode.
1: Yes, yes. Um, the Doctors
0: of Heartbreakonomics. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, Yeah, that match was what it was. Um, Oh, we forgot to mention the finish here. So, Banks is in the ring, uh, taking on Nia. Reginald comes down with the champagne bottle to celebrate them winning, tells Banks to use it to win. She goes, no. Puts the bottle either out of the ring or on the apron. Walks in, Nia hits her, and Nia wins. Yep. Um. Bugger off, Reginald. Yeah. Go on to the main event here. It is for the WWE uh, World Heavyweight Championship, the black belt on the Raw brand. So it sees Drew McIntyre, the champion defending against AJ Styles, who had almost ringside, Jeff Hardy, Kofi Kingston, Randy Orton, and Sheamus. Oh, I forgot to mention during the uh, SmackDown chamber, Sami Zayn has his camera crew, uh, ringside in one of the by on the outside by his pod, and yeah. uh, SmackDown referee Jessica Carr goes up and goes, You gotta get out here, you gotta leave, go. And Sammy's going to Corey on the um desk with his hand, Talk about this injustice, talk about yeah. He's going, It is, it is an injustice, Sammy. <laughs> Sammy was
1: so funny in that first chamber match, and we should probably touch on the fact that. I don't know if you noticed this, or even if you have as freaky of a memory as I do, but in 2009, at the Elimination Chamber, Edge won the World Heavyweight title because as Kofi Kingston was making his way into the chamber, he attacked Kofi and took his spot in the chamber. Yes, And as Kofi was making his way down into the chamber for this match... He kept turning his head around looking for Edge because Edge is in the same building.
0: Uh good little touch.
1: Um, yeah, it was just beautiful, beautiful. And then like when Randy Orton makes his entrance, Kofi the whole time is just like yelling at Randy like, <laughs> I see you, Slytherin, I see you, Slytherin. <laughs> and then he's just like, Yeah, yeah, you've been doing squats, you got some thick quads, Randy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just hilarious. Yeah, so Amos is on the outside here, um, which will play into the match shortly. So um it starts off was it Jeff and Randy? Yeah. Uh next to enter is Kofi. Uh Kofi at one point eliminates Randy. Uh Randy, and I believe Uh, Shortly after, um, Drew enters, like, all the men are down because Randy's attacked him because he's been eliminated. And at this point, AJ, who won a gauntlet match on Raw to enter last, tells Omos to take the back off his pod so he can enter early. What?
1: Sheamus won the gauntlet to enter last. I thought it was AJ. No, it was Sheamus. So...
0: AJ was going to enter next. Yeah, and And then Seamus came out last. So he tells Omos to take the back off his pod because he wants to enter right away before the timer counts down. Yeah, I, I
1: thought it actually made sense because everyone was laid out and he didn't want everyone to recover, so he needed to get in there to pin everyone, but it just didn't work out.
0: That makes more sense because I thought he won the gauntlet on Raw and not um, Sheamus. So that's where I've got my notes mixed up um, off screen here. Uh, yeah, so following that, uh, AJ enters, tries to pin the uh, fallen men but can't quite get it done. Then Sheamus enters. Sheamus eliminates Kofi. Drew eliminates Jeff Hardy. AJ eliminates Sheamus. And it comes down to Drew and AJ and Drew eliminates AJ to win the match in around 30 minutes, still your WWE champion. Um, Whilst I thought this was a good chamber match, I thought the SmackDown one delivered above this.
1: Yeah, I thought they were both really strong chamber matches, but yeah, I agree. The SmackDown one was a lot better. This one felt almost rushed at times, like... I think I heard John Pollock say, like, for the Raw Chamber match, people were coming out, like, out of their pods every three minutes. But for the SmackDown Chamber, someone would come out after five minutes, and there was a couple of times where people came out after eight minutes.
0: Yeah, well, the intervals are never spot on in WWE anyway. It's just a rough guesstimate.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, it's meant to be five minutes. So, yeah, I think because maybe the SmackDown one chewed up a lot of time, so these guys had to sort of rush through it a bit.
0: I don't see how it could have chewed up time when this whole pay-per-view took less than two and a half hours, but okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, you never know. Maybe they just wanted to do less than two and a half hours.
0: Yeah, I suppose. Uh, So following that, the Chamber's lifting, Drew's celebrating, looks to be posing to the WrestleMania sign. Maybe some pyro's going to go off and then oh my god, it's Bobby Lashley.
1: Yeah, that bit confused me because I did not see. I took a I took a toilet break and missed the little segment where you see Bobby Lashley talk uh, MVP talking to the Miz backstage.
0: Yes, which are uh, a bit of foreshadowing. Lashley yes. sort of takes out Drew, just lays him out dead, and then all of a sudden... Awesome!
1: Oh, out comes that 70s guy, Mike Awesome. <laughs>
0: well, I, I wish. suppose he does have a guy who's very inspired by the 70s in his team.
1: Yeah, to be fair, John Morrison at times does look a lot like that 70s guy, Mike Awesome.
0: Yeah,
1: um... Old school John Morrison with the feathered
0: hair. Oh, my God, yes. Anyway, go on. So there's Miz officially cashing in his money in the bank opportunity here for uh, the WWE title against Drew McIntyre. And he's standing in the ropes, like, running back and forth and then sort of banging his leg like he's tuning up the band. And then he hits a, was it a DDT, I believe?
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Odd choice, but okay. Didn't quite get the job done. Gets back on offense. Hits the skull-crushing finale. One, two, three. New WWE World Heavyweight Champion The Miz.
1: Ooh, rah! Um. That's a real deep cut reference if no one remembers host you know of we needed, Friday Biz? Night Smackdown Miz. <laughs> we needed more Alex Riley. <laughs> yeah, we did. Oh, man, imagine if John Morrison just came out with, like, a Letterman vest on, (laughs) Um, holding the briefcase for Miz. Yeah, um... Good to see. No? Um, I don't think this title reign's going to last very long. (laughs) It's going to last a
0: lot longer than what Otis had.
1: (laughs) Yes, um... So here's a few points from this, a few stats, if you will. This is the Miss' third singles win since January last year. So in January last year, he had a singles match victory over Kofi Kingston before the Rumble. In October, he beat Otis for the Money in the Bank. And then at the Elimination Chamber, he beat Drew McIntyre. That is his only three singles wins since January last year.
0: Hey, he's making those wins count. If he's not going to get many, he's going to make them important. Also, The Miz is now the only
1: person to have been Grand Slam champion twice. To have held all the titles involved in a Grand Slam more than once.
0: Wow, is that um? Yeah, that'd be under the current format. I'd have to look it up and see if anyone's held it under both the current and previous format. I think no, there might
1: be one or two. No, there isn't.
0: Um, but yeah, yeah I, th- I
1: look. I looked all looked up all the stats. It's crazy, but no. Oh,
0: wow, <laughs> that is impressive. Then, um, yeah. Right decision. L- lone disappointment in this closing angle was Thunderdome didn't change their TVs to Angry Ms Gill.
1: Oh, right? That's exactly what I thought. That's exactly what I thought. Oh, oh man. Not all of them. Just changed, you know, one or two just in the one. crowd. Yeah. Yeah, just hide one in there and see if anyone picks up on it.
0: Terrible. Terrible.
1: How can you not... Yeah, exactly. Um, So, we're on the road to WrestleMania 37. The Miz is the WWE Champion. And Edge, on the SmackDown brand, is going to be in a world title match. Let's rewind to WrestleMania 27, where The Miz... Going into it was the WWE champion, and on the SmackDown brand, Edge was in the world title match.
0: (laughs) Wow. Yeah, it's a bit crazy. Yeah, the more things change, the more they stay the same. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm just having a quick look over this here. The only other one I could see who won it under the new format and the previous format, it'd be someone like either Jeff Hardy.
1: Yeah, but Jeff Hardy never held the um, US title multiple
0: times. Yeah, yeah, I, I see what The Miz is saying.
1: Yeah, so he's held, like, all the titles involved multiple times.
0: That's impressive.
1: Yeah, crazy, just like... The Miz of all people. That's the craziest part about it. Um, coming out of this, Drew McIntyre's got like three feuds ready to go. Yeah. So, in theory, that should hold him up for about six to eight months. But knowing WWE, they'll blow him off in about two.
0: Yeah, most likely. Uh... <laughs> Elimination Chamber, I say, thumbs sideways. Like, the SmackDown Chamber was great. The Raw Chamber was good. The Miz thing, like, everyone's going to complain because it's Miz. Honestly, I don't care. It's something fresh, and it was done well, and he's a yeah. heel. You wanted everyone to be angry. Exactly. Um, but the, fill- the uh, filler there, the... um. The U.S. title match was what it was. The women's tag match, which uh, was what it was. Um, and for it being a short show, the middle of it seemed to drag between the two chamber matches.
1: Yeah, I, I can see your point there. Um, quite frankly, I'm going to give the show a thumbs up because my theory is that the Chamber matches take up such a large portion of the pay-per-view time that if both chamber matches were pretty good that means the show gets at least a thumbs up because the matches in the middle weren't that long even though they felt like it.
0: Yeah, that's fair enough then. Um, do you have time for Raw?
1: I do, and I watched it live whilst walking my dogs today. You watch Raw live while walking your dogs? Yep. Yeah, I got the Foxtel Now app or whatever.
0: Oh, wow.
1: Pulled it up on the phone. I was on a walking track, like in the... up on a hill somewhere, so I knew I wasn't going to get run over by a car if I walked along
0: watching on my phone, so it was good. (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, Kicked off with Miz TV opening the show. Uh, New champion Miz. Morrison celebrating for him. He's confronted by Bobby Lashley. Given an ultimatum to... Challenge Lashley in an hour or face the consequences. Cut to backstage. Matt Riddle is celebrating, talking to Lucha House Party, and the bro names the US title Travis. Because
1: he had a friend called Travis who was a metalhead, just like the eagle on the title. I don't know. I thought that
0: was hilarious. I thought it was <laughs> stupid as hell, but hilarious. You want to kill my faith in the new US title? You've done that. (laughs) Uh, First match, Matt Bro Riddle defeated John Morrison rather quickly. Uh, Following that, we had an ad for Rhea Ripley coming to Raw soon. One year too late, in my opinion. She's still so young, man. It's not the fact that, oh, her career's over, she's 23. No, no, no. It's because WrestleMania last year, she had so much momentum if you had a say that match went the same way and she came up two weeks later on raw and challenged um, Shana again. And you would have spun those two off into something important. Whereas she disappeared for like a month, came back to NXT, lost to Charlotte twice, lost to EO in a freeway involving Charlotte's championship, disappeared for a while came back around war games, disappeared for a while, now coming to raw. I think she was in the rumble as well, so she sort of had a staggered year where it's been stop start, stop start, stop start,
1: yeah, well, you know, we're just a month removed from her being the runners the runner up in the rumble, so I think that sort of gives her a bit of momentum at least,
0: yes and no, yes and no, yeah, like. Do you remember Raw from two weeks ago, without looking at notes? No way. Yeah. But but I remember the rumble. Yeah, but this video package, I don't think even mentioned the rumble. It didn't mention
1: anything, really, did it? No, that's
0: what I mean. Why would you not mention that?
1: Well, because it didn't have a voiceover, I guess. It was just a music video, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, sort of. Yeah, yeah I but don't, it I don't did show know. highlights of her time in NXT UK and NXT US.
1: I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to make it seem like she's never been here before. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've but, only yeah. been
1: here seven times before. I'm still new. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, it's happening anyway.
0: She's fingers crossed. That's Asuka's opponent for Mania. You know who the most over Aussie on the main roster at the moment is? Billy Kay. Billy Kay. (laughs) So good. I'm not denying that. I'm just saying you have Peyton who can wrestle. You have Slappy. You have Buddy. You have Rhea coming up. And... Out of everyone, if you had told me this last year, these five are going to be on the main roster by Mania next year, who's going to be the most over? I would not have said Billy. I'm sorry, but I wouldn't have.
1: I think there's proof in our podcast archives, check it out, that I may have suggested that this could happen.
0: You did. You said that Billy would have done the better out of the Iconics. Yeah, um... Because of the way WWE is very uh, character heavy. Yeah,
1: that was my theory. And it's kind of exactly what's happening. Um, I just want a quick segue since you brought up Billy Kay. I was listening to Kurt Angle's new podcast with Conrad Thompson today. Yes, another Conrad podcast. Now it's kind of getting a bit silly.
0: Um, was he talking about house insurance?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. House insurance, Bluetooth, the whole deal. (laughs) Um, Anyway, the recent episode was about Kurt Angle's retirement match against Baron Corbin, which is a very fascinating listen. Search it out. But at one point, Kurt Angle talks about how there's not enough gimmicks in wrestling today. That's why he's a fan of, like, The Fiend. He's a fan of the crazy, over-the-top characters, and he specifically points out Billy Kay is the best gimmick in wrestling today. (laughs) Kurt Angle said that. Like, that's cool as
0: hell. It's true. Oh, it's damn true. It's real. It's (laughs) damn real. Oh, man. Oh, well, if it's coming from an Olympian, it must be true. Uh, We continue on. We come back from break with a Bad Bunny highlight of his 24-7 Saturday Night Live BS. Uh, yeah. Then cuts to Miz talking to WWE GM Adam Pearson and we're off to match number two. Uh, the New Day, Woods and Kingston defeating Retribution, Mace Guy and Bar Guy with Ali Guy, Slappy Guy and Retaliation Guy. Oh, Reckoning Girl was there too. Yeah, that's why I said Retaliation Guy.
1: Oh my god, the other one was called <laughs> Retaliation, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes,
0: that's the joke.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, went
0: over my head. <laughs> uh, oh man. Uh, second hour, time for the ultimatum hosted by Adam Pierce. Interrupted by Brawl Yawn. Yeah, Yawn Strowman. <laughs> and Shane O'Mack. Hey. And, Shane... <laughs> and Shane says, It'll be Lashley versus Braun tonight. If Braun wins, he gets a three-way championship match next week against Miz. So it'll be Miz versus Lashley versus Braun next week. Uh, Following that was Hurt Business defeating uh, Lucha House Party members Metalik and Dorado. Uh, Fourth was a match where Priest with Bad Bunny defeated Angel Garza. Another Rhea Ripley ad. An autumn promo talking about how he's scared of The Fiend and Alexa Bliss, but he's not burnt anymore. He hasn't been burnt since,
1: like, the week before the Royal Rumble.
0: I know. Remember when that was such a big thing? And then it's like, wow, you recovered from that rather quickly. Has um, any of you humans
1: out there hit me up on Instagram and Twitter at is Alex if you have an answer to my question? Does anyone remember the Papa Shungo Ultimate Warrior feud? Because I know of it. <laughs> uh, where Papa Shungo puts a curse on the Ultimate Warrior. He starts oozing black ooze out of his forehead. And then in the middle of a match once, the Ultimate Warrior starts throwing up black liquid. Mm, yeah. Seems like Bruce Pritchard uh, pulled one out of the old playbook
0: <laughs> Yeah, maybe uh, Going on to the third hour here, we have a WWE Women's Tag Team Championship match. Nia Jackson, and Shayna Baszler defeat Charlotte Flair and Asuka. Sheamus defeats Jeff Hardy before we return from break to see Charlotte confronting Ric Flair backstage mentioning Rick doesn't know if the baby is his. I thought this was legit and they weren't going to go there.
1: Well, then Rick Flair's just like, no, it's not my baby. Of course it's not. <laughs> so, like, uh, Charlotte said that Rick was trying to trick Charlotte into thinking that it was his, not that Rick thought it was his, that she was trying to get tricked into it or something. <laughs> I was confused
0: just trying to follow this narrative.
1: Yeah, the, it's clear that they had a long storyline plan and they just had to scrap it today. <laughs> but yeah. look forward to next week when Ric Flair turns up with his newest client, Rhea Ripley.
0: Uh, Billy Kay will still be more over then, so I'll be happy.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just saying, I think it would actually kind of make sense. Because uh, Charlotte in that promo kept talking about how Rick loves blondes
0: and stuff like that uh, yeah um, I, I have no idea where this is going but speaking of blondes we get an impromptu women's tag team match of Lana and Naomi defeating Dana and Mandy this was very quick which left enough time for AJ Styles with Otmos to defeat Ricochet before our main event on 15 Minutes Lashley versus Braun Strowman. Lashley kicks out like the uh, running Braun Slam, and they talk up how big it is that somebody's done this before Lashley pins Braun, and Lashley versus Miz next week. Braun doesn't get involved in the championship match. Uh, post-match, Bobby attacks Braun, Miz runs in, but is laid out by Bobby, and we end the show with Bobby holding up the title. Did yours cut off early? A uh, little bit, but Fox Hell doesn't um, allow for an overrun of longer than a minute now. Yeah, because I
1: didn't see Bobby Lashley raise up the title.
0: Oh, I did. Yeah, okay. Maybe. Were you still watching on the app? Yeah. Okay. That might be why, because if it's at the top of the hour on the app, they might um, cut it off and go to the next program straight away. It yeah. uh,
1: was straight into Border Patrol.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Um, Couple of things I learned. How the hell is Mayo allowed here when Lee tested positive reportedly last week? But you said that was three weeks ago now, so maybe that accounts for the uh, time it got out last week. Yeah. Retirement is booked lower than Lucha House Party in six months. Where do they go from here, if anywhere?
1: No, I think that's the whole storyline now is, like, because Ali cut a promo on all of them for being losers and idiots. Wouldn't that make him the biggest loser and idiot for being the leader? Yeah, kind of. So (laughs) that was was kind of his point, though, I think. That he's a loser? That they're making an idiot out of him. And, like, I think there's going to be some bull crap involving... The losers in Retribution turning their backs on Ali or something like that. And then it'll finally be over.
0: Let's get Slappy Guy back together with Buddy Guy. Yeah. (laughs) Modra. Modra. Yeah. I don't know what he's called now, but didn't he reportedly change it from Modra after real Tony Modra got angry? I have no idea. Does he even wrestle anymore? He should. He's a big guy. Look at the size of him. Wow. Yeah. What
1: a weird, weird 12 months he had.
0: (laughs) Remember when MVP was managing them?
1: Yeah, I wonder if he's just looking at where Lashley is on the card on the moment being like, that should have been me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's why Hurt Business kept beating Retribution. MVP's like, look, I know the ins and outs of this guy. Just target this. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's just simple scouting. That's all
1: it is. Um, I think we get
0: Bobby winning the title next week. Yeah, I 100% agree. But did Braun need to kick out at 3.1 in this match? I didn't even notice that. That's such a stupid carny move. And the last time we saw Miz and Shane together, weren't they in a blood feud over Miz's dad at WrestleMania?
1: Yeah. Yeah, but feuds automatically disappear after like two years.
0: <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Um, now, do you want me to talk about where I think we're going for WrestleMania? Yes, because okay. I, I have a few theories myself. So, world title... Uh, not world. Universal titles laid out, which is... um, uh, What's his name? The big dog's title. Roman. Yeah.
1: Roman and Adam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Joe isn't it versus Joe? Adam. Yeah, Joe versus Adam.
0: <laughs> That'll draw all the dimes. But um, <laughs> give me one second here as I bring up the relevant information. Because... I just want to see where we are. So over on SmackDown, uh, so we have, yeah, Roman versus Edge. SmackDown Women's, I think it's going to be Sasha versus Bel-Air. mm mm-hmm. uh, Intercontinental title. Any thoughts there? It is um, Big E the champion at the moment. Yeah, Big E's the champ at the
1: moment. I think you could... Probably with that one, get away with doing your big, like, multi-man cluster F sort of Intercontinental title match. Because yep. that mid card's pretty stacked over there. So you throw in your Sammys, your Kevins, your Cesaro, Shinsuke, Daniel Bryan, just throw them all in there.
0: Yep. Uh, SmackDown tag is Zigglin Rude. Yeah, we they're doing a bit going. of...
1: They're doing a bit of a storyline at the moment where Street Profits keep, like, hassling Sonya for another title shot because Sonya Deville is some form of authority figure on SmackDown for some reason. Um,
0: Just like Adam Pearce showed up backstage at Raw one day and Vince is like, God damn, you can be GM, pal.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he just... Looked at him and thought it was twenty seventeen Kurt Angle and was like, "Oh yeah, you're the GM of Raw, aren't you?"
0: Yeah. Um, uh, women's tag title. I see nine Shana holding on until Mania. Hopefully they'll drop it to Big Lady Cool and the Heartbreak Kick.
1: Yeah, that that's my. I gave my theory earlier about the Fatal Four Way involving the champion and the top contenders from each brand.
0: Yeah. Um, If we go over to Raw, I'll start off on the uh the lower side here. Uh, Tag Team Championship is held by Hurt Business, Alexander and Benjamin. Yay. Where do you see that one going? Oh,
1: you might just have to give the New Day a shot at it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can't think of any other any... teams, unless you want to give Lucha House Party a good run, because they have been having a few good matches and some wins.
1: Yeah, there's no way that can carry on until Mania.
0: <laughs> no <laughs> uh, chance. US Championship riddle. Um, I mean, maybe Morrison. Uh, maybe MVP, if you want to try to do the thing of all her uh, business having gold. Yeah. Uh, Oscar
1: MVP is pretty injured at the moment, legit, though.
0: Oh, okay, then. Yeah, uh, that whole
1: crutch thing is... Pretty legit.
0: Okay then. Well then maybe Lee if he comes back and decides to align with them, or as um Lee might have got the title out of this, you could do Lee if he comes back chasing Riddle. Yeah. Uh Raw Women's Championship, I think it's pretty much a done deal. It's gonna be Asuka and Rhea. Unless you're going uh, back to Charlotte.
1: It could be Asuka versus Charlotte. Oh fuck. No. No.
0: No, it could be. No. It could be a triple threat, to be honest. Another triple threat of of Rhea and Charlotte and a Japanese Rhea's, women's wrestler. Yeah, Rhea's <laughs> getting called up to take the pin. Uh, again at WrestleMania, no thanks. Um, now, I'm going to lay out a theory here. The WWE champion is currently The Miz. He's got to face Lashley. So if we see shenanigans next week, like I think we will, Morrison gets involved, they'll make a stipulation match for Fastlane, which is two or three weeks' time, uh, about three weeks out from Mania. So Miz versus Lashley, Fastlane. Miz loses to Lashley. Lashley, new WWE champion. But before we go off the air... You hear that familiar marching song. And there's sparklers and smoke. And it's a WCW legend pointing to the sign. Oh, no. Goldberg versus Lashley.
1: Oh, no. I don't know. Spear versus Spear. Oh, so you're going to have both brands' men's title
0: be Spear versus Spear? I mean, it would do good for Lashley if he goes to Mania and beats Goldberg.
1: But then you'll have Edge versus Roman, Spear versus Spear, Goldberg versus Lashley, Spear versus Spear.
0: Hey, I could ask for worse things. I could say, uh, uh, Omos versus Lashley. No, I, I don't hate the idea, but well, where's Goldberg been the past few weeks? Where is he most of the time? I don't know. Helping his kid find his shirt and climb over guardrails. Yeah, sharpening knives. <laughs> I forgot <laughs> about that show. He's just <laughs> off sharpening knives and stuff. Uh, <laughs> That's such a weird show for him to host. <laughs> I thought he'd be more like a chop, uh, like a motorcycle or a car guy. It's like... He did have a show on that channel, like
1: that. What is it? A and E or whatever. Yeah. Um. He did have a car show on that channel at oh one point. I, Goldberg's
0: Garage. Here's the wall I had, but before I leave the house.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you just see this wall that's just covered in dents. Oh. Um, yeah. Um, I, I like your theory. Um, I think I'm started, I did initially think. Lashley's going to get the title next week. And at Fastlane, he's going to beat Miz and Drew in a triple threat. And he's going to be celebrating. And then you hear the old familiar tune of dreaded WrestleMania season. Dun, 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 dun. And out comes Brock Lesnar. Lashley versus Lesnar for the title of Mania.
0: That I'd like as well because we haven't seen Lashley since last Mania. Lesnar, what do I say? Lashley, Bert. too many owls, yeah. Um,
1: but I also have a theory that they've just taken the title off of Drew so Drew can win it back at Mania and have his WrestleMania
0: moment in front of fans. They've already done this twice, they took it off him for a week, rain at. Um, before Survivor Series for Randy to have it when Randy didn't give two craps about Survivor Series. But Drew did, even though he wasn't champ. And they've taken it off him again for The Miz.
1: Yeah, I think there's a possibility Drew's just going to beat Lashley for the title of Mania.
0: Oh, that would be so disappointing. That, That would be... Like, I'm not the biggest fan of this second Drew reign. I don't see why they took it off him in the first place for a weak reign against Randy. For him to say, I'm not number two, I'm number one, and then lose clean to Roman.
1: Yeah, it was just to, like, swerve everyone. It was just a title change for the sake of a title change. It was fairly stupid.
0: And then, yeah, this... they Admittedly, they did have to do something with money in the bank, and at least they are putting it on a guy who is a big enough heel that they'll be able to do stuff with. But I don't know where they go if they go back to Drew. Like, where do you go post-mania if you go back to Drew? Do you go to AJ again, to Miz again, to The Fiend again? That's the problem. If you go back to Drew,
1: you've pretty much beaten everybody on Raw with Drew. Unless you're going to
0: send him over to Spongebob. Smackdown and send Mm. Roman over Raw.
1: My theory is it's going to be Drew versus Sheamus
0: after Mania for the title. Yeah. Ah, well, this will be a fun little listen back at Mania and see how right or wrong we were.
1: Yeah, also uh, Bad Bunny and Damian Priest versus Miz and
0: Morrison. Ah, yeah, I forgot that was a thing. I don't get, like, any of this. I'm 24-7 division is dead, but at least they're putting the celebrities in there instead of... I think this is the most over it's ever been. (laughs) I still say Drake Maverick was the most over that title was.
1: Yeah, I'm just saying, like... Mainstream? Bad Bunny's the number one merch seller in the WWE at the moment.
0: (laughs) I still don't get who this guy is.
1: Yeah, well... We're just a couple of old boomers,
0: I guess. Sure, sure. Just let me go and uh, have my smash avo and uh, see my stock portfolio and my uh, real estate investments and, yeah, I'll get back to you. (laughs) Oh, man, this was fun as always. Uh, Alex, where can the good humans find you? You can find me,
1: at FruityIsAlex, on Instagram and Twitter. You can find us, at WrestleOzStyle, with an AUS on Instagram and Twitter. Search us up on Facebook, Wrestling
0: WrestlingOzStyle, and you can find Chris at... At I'm Chris Funder as well. You can go back listen to the entire Wrestling WrestlingOzStyle archive for free on SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Apple Podcasts if you use the RSS feed in the link in description. Alex, you enjoy Apple? I do, I do. Yes, it does work well once you are figure out how to do it if you can't get the RSS feed in uh, just do a quick little Google search it's only about five clicks to put in so yeah it's, it's s- very easy uh, even I eventually got there <laughs> with that being said there's nothing left to say but good day and we'll speak to you next time
1: Wow that's my line <laughs> throw's shoe <laughs> <laughs>